KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. The great website baseballreference.com has been a go-to site for fans for years. So much fun going down rabbit holes of obscure players and random box scores. Now recently the site significantly expanded its coverage of the Negro Leagues, putting the major Negro Leagues from the 20s, 30s and 40s on equal footing as the National and American Leagues as major leagues. To learn more about this and the process that got it done, we caught up with Sean Foreman, who is the president of Sports Reference LLC. Really cool stuff. Give a listen. So when did the work to include Negro League stats on baseball reference start? How long a journey has this been? We've been thinking about it. We thought about it for probably, you know, all the way back in August, the kind of the genesis of the, uh, of the project. Um, so we had always had Negro League stats on the site, but it kind of, we had put them in a separate area uh, along with like foreign league stats and minor league stats and college stats. And so we had had that data set. And then there was another group, the Seamheads group, that we, that we uh, ended up working with on this project, who had a much better data set. Uh, we had actually done a little bit of work with them in the past, but we wanted to work with them. And then there was an article by Ben Lindbergh where he kind of basically interviewed people saying, why aren't these considered major league seasons? And, and why don't we include them in the major league stats, which kind of Put a, uh, you know, kind of set off a light bulb for me. I, I'm not sure why it took so long for me to make that connection, but you know, that article really, you know, put put two and two together for me. And and at that point, we decided to start working towards this. So the first thing was to get a deal with Seamheads, and that took a while. And and we completed that in February, and then pretty much from the end of February uh, until June, we were had a had a group that was working on that pretty much full time. So you had, did you have all the stats or was it kind of piecemeal and seam, your deal with seam heads kind of brought it all under one umbrella? So, you know, one of the things I stress to people, you know, they say, well, we don't even know all the games. We don't have all the scores. We don't have all the stats. Why are we doing this? You know, baseball, um, you know, if we were in my office, you know, I have entire bookshelves full of historical books that people have put together for the white major leagues, for the American League and National League. Baseball Encyclopedia in 1969 probably you know was a multi-million dollar investment in actually compiling and typesetting and putting those stats together, and so there's a, been a huge amount of investment in the white major leagues, for the black major leagues, for the Negro leagues. You know the newspapers were covering them, but there were very few, if almost any, books that were published on the statistics. You know in Philly, there's uh, Reach Publishing, which was located down I think on Walnut Street, that actually published annual guides for the AL and NL. But there was no such thing for the Negro League. So there's been a lot, number of different efforts. Uh, the Hall of Fame sponsored an effort in the early 2000s uh, when they did kind of their uh, kind of their omnibus 37 uh, inductees uh, step in the early 200, 2000s. So we had that data set for a while. That data set kind of had fallen out of it. It was um, it was not state of the art. It was at the time when we used it. A lot of great research had gone into that, but then Seamheads kind of moved past that, and they, they have far more research and, and uh, more information. So, so getting a deal with them together was a, a necessary step for us. And just for people who aren't familiar, what's, who are Seamheads? Who are Seamheads? So they are, uh, it's a group of probably five or six people. Uh, it's a, you know, a lot of these research projects, um, you know, there's another group uh, based in Delaware, actually, Retrosheet, that, that's also work, work, kind of works in this area. But, you know, these are people who are historians, researchers, um, not really getting together for a commercial reason. They get together because they love Negro League Baseball. 
they've a lot of them have started doing things on their own and then they found like-minded people and and started working together and sharing things and and pulling it together to create kind of this corpus of of statistics for us so it's it's uh Gary Ashwell is is the primary leader of the group and then there's you know there's Mike Lynch and and uh, Kevin Johnson and and Dan Hirsch who works for us as well and helped uh, do web design for them Larry Lester uh, Scott Simkus so it's all these kind of individuals who are interested in this project kind of banding together to do this. And so they then formed kind of a company uh, around this and now are licensing it both to us and probably also to game manufacturers and hopefully Major League Baseball as well. So when you want to integrate these stats for someone who is not computer, not software literate, right. how difficult is this? It's so, I mean, one of the, I, I created Baseball Reference 21 years ago. And so in those 21 years, there've been a lot of assumptions made about like a season is this many games, a season, ha- we know all of the scores for all the games in a season. We know, you know, we don't have incomplete stats for, you know, for, for hits and at bats and things like that. Uh, the, the teams play in a set home park and set at, and visit a set visitors park. So all of these things are assumptions that we've made. And so the Negro Leagues, you know, we're treating them as equal uh, to the to the white major leagues, but they're different. They're, there's a lot of different things and a lot of, so we had to go back and like kind of rework a lot of these assumptions that we had made about how baseball was structured to kind of fit, you know, this model as well and, and, and manage that. I, I'll tell you, one of the things that was probably a big advantage for us is we launched a soccer site two, three years ago. And soccer has a million different structures for playing, you know, depending on different what country of the world you're in and what competition you're looking at. So, you know, handling that sort of situation kind of prepared us for the, um, you know, for, for not having all the data that maybe we would want to have. And, and but you know, I will say, you know, all these groups are continuing to work and we're hoping to fill in any of those gaps that we do have. When you were in the process of this, were there things that jumped out at you? Numbers, performances, maybe names we've never heard of that were lost to racism and history that we should have, right. were there things that jumped out? Yes. And no, I mean, part of it, I, I, you know, we've been, uh, it, we've had a little bit of time since we launched it in mid June now to kind of take a breath and, and look at what we've done. But, you know, at, at the time of the launch, there were a lot of things where we were just kind of trying to get this thing out the door. And so I wasn't necessarily going through the pages on a regular basis, looking for stuff, but you know, things like uh, Adobe Moore is a shortstop who probably, probably, comparable to Ozzy Smith and Omar Vizquel and, and, and uh, Mark Belanger in terms of quality of play as a shortstop. Our defensive numbers really uh, show that out for him. You know, Josh Gibson, you know, obviously everybody knows he's a great hitter, but just seeing the level of dominance he had over the leagues, you know, year over year. One year, you know, we have maybe 60, we have a stats for 60 of his games. And I think he had over 100 RBI in those 60 games and, and, and that. So it's just just the level of dominance that he had uh, over the league is, is, is really, really phenomenal. So, you know, those sorts of things. And, and, and just, you know, I, I think, you know, part of the fun of baseball is, you know, we, we call it at sports restaurants, we call them, you know, I, oh, I know that guy, right. I mean, it's uh you know, maybe it's some guy who played, you know, for three seasons for your team in the 1970s. And you remember him because maybe he had his baseball card or maybe, you know, you watched a game and he had to hit a home run or something like that. And so I think part of the, the the joy we take in this is that there's going to be a lot more of those guys now from the Negro Leagues who, you know, that that's kind of the fun part of this. There are players who nobody had heard of, very few people had heard of, and now they have a page on our site and they're just waiting there to be discovered. So you can really dig in and and uh, and start finding those guys, you know, and, and baseball is full of players who were, you know, who were kind of 
I, maybe stars is a strong term, but kind of minor stars on their team, really su- strong supporting players. Uh, and so now, you know, we don't know those players in the Negro leagues, but now we can, now we can learn about them and, and, and kind of add them to our list, list of players. And to that point, I mean, your, your website, the baseball, all of them, but specifically for this conversation, the baseball are such a vehicle for fans, for young fans. And I mean, I'm 47. I can't tell yeah. you how many rabbit holes I've gone down right. over the years going through your, just, Talk about how big this is to have these stats, these names, you know, kind of build it on your last answer. But the the audiences this is going to introduce yeah. these people in these leagues to. Yeah, I, I think about that a lot. I think, you know, my daughter's in junior high and, and uh, my son is in high school. And, you know, as growing up, they've been doing, you know, um, Black History Month or in the Philadelphia schools. They, you know, they, they you know, pick a pl- person who's of interest to the historical figure and, and do a report on them. And, and I, you know, I, I, I I do find myself thinking about like all the, all the players and people this is going to open up, you know, in that history where, you know, before night, before Jackie Robinson, you know, we really didn't know who those players were for the ALNL. We have, you know, Jimmy Fox and, you know, Lou Gehrig and, you know, but even their teammates, we know who all their teammates are. This is really, you know, you might find it, it kind of, it kind of struck me. Um, one of the first articles that I saw that was written after this was, from a newspaper in Alabama. And they just simply made the comment that Alabama now has 120 more major league players in their history. They've gone from like 250 to 370 major league players in their history. And, you know, I think about all those players from Alabama that are now, you know, presented on our site. In our view, you know, just to be clear, our view is these were always major league players. We were just not, we, we were myopic in our view of presenting them as such. And so we've, you know, rectified that situation and, and, and are now presenting them as such on our site, you know, allowing that recognition, allowing, you know, kids to do research projects about these players, to find out players who maybe were born in their hometown or something like that. You know, they didn't know about a lot of our, a lot of our staff have said, this is kind of the most gratifying thing they've worked on at work. And so, um, so we, we, we take it very seriously and we've been very honored to be a part of this. You mentioned the the article in Alabama. What kind of feedback have you gotten from users and such? Yeah, it, it's been very positive. You know, we I, I think people see that we you know we we wanted to be very clear that we're not the experts. We're not we're not the center of this story. We want to be very respectful of the players, very respectful of their families. So we've done a lot of things. We um, you know on the site we um, you know we have twelve articles that people can go through. You know, one's written by Josh Gibson's great grandson, another by Turkey Stearns' granddaughter. Uh, we have an article from the president of the Negro League Baseball Museum about trying to put these numbers in context. Uh, several other Negro League researchers uh, like Larry Lester and Todd Peterson and some other people have written you know a lot of articles. We're doing a podcast series, the Negro Leagues or Major Leagues, which should be available for for any of our listeners here as well. You know, we're really trying to make sure that the context and the the history of this is presented, and I think people have resonated with that. And 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 I know there was a lot of concern, kind of, when Major League Baseball made this announcement. You know, that they're just kind of well, they're just kind of usurping this history and incorporating it into their own. And I know they're trying to do a a good job with that, as you know, and, and a respectful job of that as well. So it was very important to us that we we recognize the people who had come before to kind of make this possible because we we're only a very small part of the story. We, we, you know, we, integ- we added it to our site and we're able to get it onto our site and we make it available to the public, but it wouldn't be here without all these researchers and the families and, and, and that who, uh, you know, who made it happen. So, you know, that, I think that part of it has resonated with, uh, with users and, and, and with, uh, with people who like the site 
And so, you know, we, we, we hope to continue, you know, that approach as we go forward and we hope to expand you know, our coverage and, and have more games. And I know Steam Heads is still, they're digging through library archives, they're getting scorebooks from donated from people. And so we hope that this is kind of the, we hope that we're the public face of that research and, and, and a, you know, worthy outlet that, that, that provides a lot more research to be done. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio in depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon. <laughs>